Imagine if you could sit down at your desk in the morning, piping hot coffee in hand, you could pop open your laptop, double click on a document on your desktop that says life plan, so you could check on what's happening this week, this month, or even this year. Well, I wanna help you create that plan. Let's spend five days together making a roadmap for your future so that you can live all the rest of your days on purpose. Yes, you can own the future that's coming your way. The five-day Own Your Future Challenge is absolutely free to join, and I've got a spot with your name on it. Don't let another week, month, year, or even decade pass you by without owning the vision for who you want to become and the impact you want to make while you're alive. This is five free days of learning from incredible world leaders, helping you to uncover who you truly are and leading you to craft a roadmap and set goals aligned with the future meant for you. This is important. Join me and other amazing global leaders and experts to help you own your future starting May 11th. You can join right now for free at jennaschallenge.com. That's jennaschallenge.com for the five-day Own Your Future Challenge. I can't wait to see you there. You're listening to The Gold Digger Podcast, episode number 311. Bethany Hamilton survived a tiger shark attack at 13 years old and was back on her surfboard four weeks later. She went on to inspire the world with her courage, dedication, athleticism, and fearlessness. And that's the unforgettable story we already know about Bethany Hamilton. But there's more about Bethany that you don't know yet. And in her new movie, Unstoppable, Bethany continued her story with chapters and seasons that left me completely in awe of everything she has pursued and accomplished. I felt hyper aware going into this interview with Bethany, I had heard so many of the same questions asked over and over again, reporters wanting to dig into the sensational story of the young teenage girl who survived a shark attack and how she overcame it all. I mean, I remember hearing the story as a kid. Bethany and I are nearly the same age. What I want to know now is how that story intertwined with the woman Bethany Hamilton is today. What is her relationship with fear? How does she redirect moments of comparison and what if? What is her world like now as a mom and an athlete? Where is her identity coming from? I am humbled and honored and so dang excited to welcome this amazing, gracious, beautiful woman, a dream guest for so many reasons. Here she is, Bethany Hamilton. You're listening to the Gold Digger Podcast, where we firmly believe that work doesn't have to feel like work. Self-made millionaire and marketing guru Jenna Kutcher will help you redefine what success looks like. It's time to hear from the experts, listen in on honest conversations, and learn the best tips and tricks that helped others pave their own way and craft their dream career. If you're ready to dig in, do the work, and tackle your biggest goals, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, photographer, and mac and cheese lover, Jenna Kutcher. Thanks to Me Undies for supporting Gold Digger. Me Undies are made with soft, sustainable fabric and available in sizes extra small to 4XL. Me Undies are made for your self expression. New fun prints drop every Tuesday, and members get access to exclusive prints every month. To get 15% off, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to meundies.com slash golddigger. 
thanks to Rothy's for supporting Gold Digger. Rothy's are the everyday flats for life on the go. They're stylish and versatile, and they go with everything from yoga pants to dresses and skirts. Rothy's always come with free shipping and free returns and exchanges. No risk, no worries, no reason not to try. Head to rothys.com slash gold digger. Hey, Bethany, welcome to the show. I am so excited to have you on. I'm pretty sure my husband was like even more pumped when I told him, guess who I get to talk to today. So we're really excited to have you on the show today. Oh, thank you. Glad to be here. Let's (laughs) dive on in. I mean, here's the thing that I love about you is we're similar ages. And so I vividly remember the initial part of your story and hearing about you and all of these things. So my first question is this, because you're a mom, I'm a mom, but were you a fearless kid when you were growing up? Okay, I definitely, definitely had a go getter attitude and pretty much charged everything that came my way. (laughs) So I want to say kind of, yeah. Does that terrify you as the thought of raising two boys? Like, what if they turn out to be fearless just like you were? (laughs) Oh, you know, I I would rather them feel mostly fearless than... And the thing is, in Hawaii, being around the ocean all the time growing up, you still have this healthy kind of respect and fear for that. And that almost like builds your respect for like all of God's creation. And yeah, so as a mom, I think it helps me just seeing how I grew up fearless and I turned out all right. And (laughs) it was totally like as when I was a first time mom with my first son, I was like, catching his every fall and then now my second son I'm like oh just let him fall he'll be fine (laughs) Um, so I just learned like motherhood's definitely teaching me a lot and like I can Mm -hmm. already see the confidence in my second son and like how he just has this like really like confident little approach to life and I'm like wow I think it's helping him like letting him fall you know yes (laughs) I'm learning I'm learning for sure (laughs) my mom came over to today to help watch our baby so I could get some work done and I was like oh my gosh she fell yesterday and I felt so bad and my mom was like and she's gonna do it every day for days on end like it's okay they're just always bonking always getting some sort yes. of little alley. so yeah, you just have to kind of learn to flow with it almost absolutely so I want to know because you've accomplished so much and you've proven to yourself and others that you can pretty much do anything you set your mind to. And one thing after watching Unstoppable that I really I held on to was do you ever catch yourself in those what if moments still to this day, whether it's parenting, surfing, business wise, like anything? Do you find yourself getting caught in those thoughts? Oh, gosh, as you mentioned parenting, I was like, Oh, my gosh. Yes, (laughs) I think of like, what ifs? Because it's just, it's such a new realm of like, all of a sudden, every action I take directly affects my children. Yes. So it really makes you try to like be as thoughtful as you can and how you're approaching life and like just raising them and how you communicate with them. And so I don't 
like think what if as in fear so much. I just, okay, just what if, let's do our best and hope for the best. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, sometimes I'll think about, huh, I wonder what life would be like if I didn't lose my arm. And just, I think I definitely would have been in kind of the similar realm that I'm in now. Still surfing professionally and pushing female surfing. But I don't know if I would be as much in the influential role of like encouraging people. And I really cherish that position that I'm in. And I love that I'm able to be a role model for young girls. And I love that there's young girls and kids. Well, I don't love that they're in the hospital, but I love that they're in the hospital watching Soul Surfer instead of like Toy Story or something like that. So, yeah, I just know that like so much good and beauty has come from what can seem so tragic. The loss of my arm when I was 13 years old and, you know, I was talking with my dad the other day and, you know, I remember when when I lost my arm, he was so angry and he had anger towards God and everything really and he just could not like embrace the moment and like look at it in more of a like, wow, I'm thankful my daughter is alive. And yes, he was thankful that I was alive. Whereas my mom and I, we immediately were like, wow, I'm thankful I'm here and breathing and alive. Like I lost over 60% of my blood. Like it's kind of like amazing that I'm here today. So um, I just now in today's life, now I'm 29 years old and a mom of two and I love the life that I have and I'm thankful to God for all that I get to do and share with others so yeah I I hope that if more challenge comes my way or as more challenge comes my way not if as more challenge comes my way I can just always kind of approach it with a sense of gratitude that yeah, we're going to get through it. <laughs> I think that's so amazing. And I can't imagine like at such a pivotal time in your life, like you were thrust into almost this position of like showing people how you're going to move forward. What was it like when you were kind of having to navigate? I mean, I can't even imagine being a teenager again, but let alone being put in the public eye and then people are watching to see what you do. What did that feel like? Oh my gosh, I'm so glad I didn't have social media as a 13-year-old girl because that would have like skyrocketed the pressure. So I think in in a sense, it was like, even though there was all this attention in media, I didn't, I lived on Kauai, a small little island. I spent my time in the jungle and the ocean and beach and with my girlfriends. So it was more of just me figuring out life with one arm and what am I going to do and how am I going to approach life? And I didn't really pay attention to all the like media on my story as much, even though I I was aware of it. I just kind of like did what I had to do and moved on and then like yeah it was like when I would come home from traveling because as I wrote my book and I started traveling and sharing my story I don't know what why we did all that we did but um (laughs) I think we just my parents saw an opportunity to encourage other people through our story so and I kind of embrace that too, even though I'm so young and kind of like clueless too. <laughs> um, and I, I appreciate that cluelessness because it kind of kept me more like me. And I had a vulnerability to me, but like yeah. just a very honest approach to life. And like, yeah, it's funny. You saw my documentary, but Unstoppable captures the like 14 year old Bethany, and, <laughs> like my response to like Oprah, like, 
heck yeah yes. i'm gonna surf like you don't know like <laughs> all y'all just wait and see yes. <laughs> it's almost like kind of the vibe i had yes. um, whereas most people are like what's surfing's done for her you know and even my mom felt like that she's like you can be a photographer now you can sit on the beach and watch and I'm like you wait and see mom I love that one do you know I'm so curious because when I was watching your documentary do you know have you taken the Enneagram before no I don't think I even know what that is but I've I need to message you I'll what message it? it to you but it's like a personality test like the Myers-Briggs but I am pretty oh. confident that you are a three which is an achiever and I when I was watching it I was just kind of thinking about you and your story and the way that you've kind of shown up in that and one thing I love about you is that you're competitive like not just competitive with other people but competitive with yourself and mm, I could see yeah. that within you so talk to me about that like inner drive where does it come from is it natural to you and what do you do when you get super competitive oh yeah it's definitely a good like a natural thing for me and I'm always wanting to push myself or better myself and definitely having two older brothers probably helped that drive too in my childhood and then getting into competitive surfing like definitely continued to like spark that fire and now as an adult and even still in motherhood I'm still like have that drive going strong I do think it's almost teachable but I do think a lot of it's natural I've noticed now I've just had to get more organized as a mom so when I have my like windows of time to you know, a lot of my time is put into surfing and cross training for surfing and, you know, watching other surfers who I kind of like take tips from and just bettering myself. I just maximize my time and I make sure I'm productive and there's not a whole lot of twiddling my thumb, so to say. Um, I just don't have time for that. And so I've even had to kind of like less it like I get on social media, I get in, get out like pretty fast. And sometimes I'll do a quick follow up later in the day, but I'm pretty like not twiddling my thumb on there. And yeah, I think I just kind of use it to drive me and like, yes, I'm competitive with other people, you know, like when I play board games or card <laughs> games, like I'm pretty competitive, <laughs> but I'm also like, I can have no one around me and I'm like, want to better myself and so I'm thankful I have that quality and but I think we should all want to better ourselves and like yeah just rock life like why not do your best why not like push yourself to keep getting better at whatever it is that you love to do and I found in like especially in the sports realm like everything only gets more and more fun the better you get so yes (laughs) I'm driven to have fun you know (laughs) yes oh my gosh I love it One of the things that really stood out to me, and I'm really excited to hear your thoughts on this because so many women that are listening are entrepreneurs or dream chasers or are kind of those like driven women like us. And one thing that I thought was so interesting in your film was talking about how when you found out you were pregnant, even though it was something you had always wanted, you kind of found yourself rejecting it because you feared how it would change your training, your life, your surfing. 
walk me through this because I've recorded an entire episode before I became a mom about why I was afraid to be one and lose my identity in that and slow down yeah. in the business and everything. Share a little bit about that because it was so interesting to me. Well, I think there's seasons in life and... I think I just, I was in a season of life where I was really pushing my surfing. I was in the middle of filming this documentary, which was highlighting my surfing ability. And then all of a sudden I'm pregnant and I have a baby on the way. And I was like, oh my gosh, like (laughs) this documentary, like, am I even going to do it? Like, what's life going to look like? I just, I don't feel ready. And I think a lot of it was almost stemming from selfishness too, which, yeah, I think our world celebrates ourselves so much, but like my son has given me so much beauty and goodness in life. And he has helped me to like appreciate my ability to surf and push myself and I think it's, it also comes to finding balance in life too. Like if we're all just focused on being successful only, like why not consider like family being a success and like motherhood is part of my success. Like I can't imagine life without them. I mean, I can imagine life without them, but I don't want to because I love my life with them. Yeah, even if I wasn't still professionally surfing today, I've been a mom now for four and a half years. And if I wasn't professionally surfing today, I'd be okay with that because I want to give them all that I can. And thankfully, like in my sport, I can bring them along for the journey and share it with them. So it is a special kind of, you know, work, so to say, like, not everyone can bring their child to work and they may have to work seven hours a day and be away from their child. And to me, like, I don't think if surfing was that I would step away from surfing. So, but that's just me. And, um, I think everyone has to find what feels right. And like, I don't want to feel like guilty, so to say, cause these young years, especially, I think are so crucial that you are thoroughly a part of their lives. And it, shapes them as humans and it builds their confidence and identity and it helps them become amazing like amazing young men which I hope to look back on these young years and just feel 100% good about them and as of now like there's some days when I come like home from a long day of like just a lot on my plate and I'm like oh my gosh like I just feel like I need to be with the boys and hang out and like not have anything on the agenda so I always like kind of take whatever I feel and and try to listen to it and just acknowledge it and then schedule the next week kind of around however whatever's going on (laughs) I love that. I almost died that you surfed a major competition in your first trimester. I could barely get out of bed. I was like, girl, (laughs) you are a queen. I probably went and napped after I surfed. (laughs) Like, she can do anything. First trimester is definitely, like, the tired one. I mean, third one gets tiring, too, but the first one's, like, nothing else. Like, and I didn't know I was pregnant until I think I was eight weeks along. Um, So I was, like, really tired and grumpy and emotional, and I did not know what was going on. And then all of a sudden, I was like, wait, I haven't gotten my period in a while. 
like, hun, we need to get a pregnancy test, I think. And then I was like, okay, I can nap all I want once I found out. <laughs> yes. You're like, I can eat the carbs and take a nap. I deserve it. Oh my gosh. That is so amazing. Okay. One thing that I love about you, you are a girl after my own heart, is that you have created a course. Okay, so talk to me about your course, and then we'll kind of dive into some of the topics that you cover. Yeah, so I created a, it's called the Unstoppable Year course, and it's with me. And I bring in different people and guests for each topic throughout the year. And my heart behind this was kind of stemmed from being in a place of like kind of a role model since I was a teenager. And then also from, okay, I have a love hate with social media and it feels like a really shallow world to me. So I wanted to take that and get deeper. So the Unstoppable Year course is kind of a way to like get deeper with my super fans, but also hopefully people who don't even know my story will join in too, because I just, I don't know, we live in such a different world now where everything's going a thousand miles per hour, especially in the U.S. The U.S. is definitely different than a lot of different countries around the world. But we have like just such a rat race and a lot of our young people are struggling in their identity and they're lacking deep friendships and they have a hard time reaching goals or finding their passions and struggle in comparison and yeah so the whole year um to me it takes more than a few weeks to make big life changes so we made it a year-long course where we slowly go through different challenges that we all may face and yeah just kind of talk about living an unstoppable life and we launched it this early this fall so it's been really exciting to finally like be just getting deeper with people and going yeah deeper than the skin level so to say so I'm loving it (laughs) I love it I mean when I was reading through some of the modules being present anchoring your identity fighting comparison blessing others forgiving like there's just so much goodness in there it's like the beatitudes like it's just so what people need walk me through like how you fight comparison because I know that a lot of women listening are super competitive like us and now with things like social media we're seeing everyone's highlight reels and we're watching people get ahead (laughs) of us and this probably happened to you with surfing and a million other things so let's walk through that one just a little bit like how do you battle comparison yeah so battling comparison I think it kind of stems from other things as well like anchoring your identity. So if you're confident in who you are, then comparison kind of takes a backseat, so to say, in life. And also just finding boundaries with the different things like medias that you spend your time on. Like some of us struggle with comparison more than others. And I think if you do struggle with comparison, maybe to like spend a lot less time on, on the medias and things that if you come away from them feeling like I don't know, like negative towards yourself, then I think that's kind of like an alarm call. Like, Hey, like maybe you just need to zero in on the people around you and the life you are living. You can be so caught up in like fear of missing out on what everyone else is doing when 
really you're just missing out on your own life because you're busy looking at everyone else's life. So yeah, I think fighting comparison stems back to just finding your passion and your identity and like being confident in who you are and like focusing on living the life that you want to live versus like what everyone around you is doing. And granted, I do like find inspiration from other people sometimes, but I just try to keep like a healthy attitude towards other people. And like, if I appreciate and admire something about someone else, then I'll maybe take that positive, like kind of a I'll take that positive aspect of their life and try to emulate it in my own way, so to say. So, you know, if I have a friend who's an amazing mother, rather than comparing myself, I like will talk to her about like, how does she approach like this area in her life? And like, I want to learn from that person versus just compare from them. So yeah, it's really fun. We spend a whole month on each topic. So we haven't actually dug into fighting comparison yet, but um, I'm excited to dig into that with all my unstoppables and um, just take some time to really tackle it because it can be, it can take away from your life and it shouldn't. So yeah, mm-hmm. like, like learning to view other people and celebrate them versus like, just like, Oh gosh, she has it all together. Like, <laughs> yes, yes, we don't, we don't. No, yeah, and no. that's the other thing. Like you mentioned, you're seeing the highlight reel. You're not seeing like yes. the moment when they have a breakdown. <laughs> like, hey, everyone, I have breakdowns too. Like, right? I'm not like perfect. So it's not about <sighs> like being perfect, so to say, but more just learning how to overcome the obstacles that you're facing and to approach them positively and just creating healthy habits, boundaries, and being organized too. Like all these different things, like just make for better life. (laughs) If you're in any sort of industry that requires you to be on your feet all day, or if you've got a vacation coming up and you know you'll be hoofing it between airport terminals, you need to get yourself a pair of Rothy's. I wore my Rothy's all through my wedding photography career, and now I just wear them running around everywhere because they are truly so comfy. Rothy's come in an ever-changing array of colors, prints, and patterns, and they're available in a range of styles like sneakers, loafers, points, and more. Rothy's are seamlessly knit using thread made from plastic water bottles, so they're ultra comfortable as soon as you slip them on. You don't need to wear them around the house to break them in, which is my favorite. They're comfortable from the first wear. They're actually my favorite travel shoe, and when they've seen a few too many miles, I throw them in the washer because they're fully machine washable. Every time they just need a little refresh, you can simply toss them into a washing machine. How cool is that? If you want to be Rothy's twins with me, I have the white sneakers and they are so cute. And they're also getting new colors and patterns every few weeks. Check out the amazing styles available right now at rothys.com slash gold digger. Head to rothys, R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash gold digger to get your new favorite flats, comfort, style, and sustainability. These are the shoes you've been waiting for. Head to rothys.com slash gold digger today. Remember when getting underwear for Christmas was like the worst thing that could happen to you as a kid? Did that happen to anyone else? 
Well, undies make way better gifts now, as long as they're from Me Undies. They're anything but ordinary, and the best part is, is that they deliver straight to your door with free shipping. That's like a holiday miracle right there. Me Undies is kind of known for their matching prints, meaning you could get yourself a pair of high waisted cheeky briefs with the holiday fair aisle print on them, just like I did. And you could get your lover a matching pair of boxer briefs for them to wear around the house, too. But Me Undies goes beyond underwear. If you're in need for a gift for your great aunt this season and buying her underwear just feels a little wrong, then this season Me Undies is releasing cuddly robes and slippers for men and women, which is awesome. There's also a full line of plaid onesies, so Drew, Coco, and I could all wear the same pajamas on Christmas morning, and that's giving me all of the feels right now. Me Undies has a great offer for you, my listeners, so you can get 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee. Just head to MeUndies.com slash gold digger. That's MeUndies.com slash gold digger. Okay, so I've actually never asked this question on air before. But as you're talking, I like have to know what your answer is to this, because I feel like you are grounded in something amazing. What is success to you? Like, what does success look like in your life? Oh, gosh, that's such a great question. Yeah, to me, success is being content with who you are and who you get to share life with and um, kind of living in the moment and, you know, going to sleep like at peace every night and with contentedness. And I also feel like waking up feeling driven to live each day, feeling excited about each day and Yeah, it's not so to me, it's not so much about like, wow, I surfed a 50 foot wave at Jaws or I took down two world champs in surfing, but more of like, I love my sport and I love pushing myself in my sport, even though I loved those accomplishments too. (laughs) But yeah, like I just I go to bed content and I wake up driven. Yes, yes, that is so good. Can I side note and say that Jaws is the weirdest spot to get to ever on Maui? And I feel oh, like yeah. something's going to like jump out of the bushes when you drive down that road. <laughs> Just saying. It yeah, is such it is. a weird spot to get to. <laughs> Drew and I, when we went to Hawaii the first time, which was years ago, we had heard all about Jaws. And of course, we did zero research to even know if there was like good surf there that day. And so we were like in this tiny rental car driving down that like path. And I'm like, I feel like something is going to jump out of the bushes and ambush us. <laughs> oh, God. It was terrifying and exciting all at the same time. So what, when I was what watching kind that of movie, movies, are you watching? <laughs> <laughs> scary ones. <laughs> I'm like oh anti scary movies. So I don't have too many like fears like that. <laughs> oh, I love After that. After Chainsaw Massacre, I, about- I was done. <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah. No, thank you. Especially around this time of year. I'm like, nope, I'm good. I'm good. (laughs) When I think about you, especially because I have a daughter now, and I think of being 13 years old and just going through something like, what advice can you give to young women out there? Because I know a lot of mamas play this podcast with their kids in the car. And so kids listen up. But what kind of advice would you give yourself if you were to be able to speak to yourself when you were 13 again? Oh, um, I think the main advice I would be is like, hey, go find a like 
or learn about finances and have a financial advisor because <laughs> that's what that realm is like so daunting to me or like yes. it's not as much now but like when I was like 22 I just had no clue about anything and like definitely did not have like the right kind of approach to that area of life but otherwise I would just remind myself that the choices you make at 13 are actually a big deal and to really be thoughtful and yeah, sometimes saying no to what your peers may be saying yes to will really benefit you in the long run. I made some of my biggest, most important decisions as a young teenage girl and they directly influenced my life today and things like waiting for my husband and just, of you know, I had friends that dabbled with drugs and, you know, that took them away from their passions and their sports and their drive in life. And I said no. And it was an easy no at the time because I love surfing so much. And also just like waiting for my husband and not getting caught up in like young teenage stuff and all these decisions like really I look back now and I'm like wow I'm so glad I didn't have to like waste my time and energy in teenage life like in all that but I just had a lot of fun with like good clean girlfriends that like made similar decisions to me and yeah it kept me focused on what I really wanted in life and then eventually the time was right and I got to meet my husband and share life with him and yeah it was awesome he's a pretty cool dude too yes he's (laughs) amazing I'm so thankful for him (laughs) I love that one of the topics of your course and just something you talk about a lot is anchoring your identity and I'm just curious as a woman looking back over past seasons of your life how has your identity shifted over time oh gosh I think like I always valued myself and I felt that I had purpose and worth and I believe that like God loves me just as I am. And so getting through each day, like that would empower my daily choices. And I woke up feeling like positive about myself and felt confident that I could accomplish great things. And Even if those great things were simply just, I look at like motherhood, for example, it's just such an easy, relatable topic, I think, even if you're not a mom, but like, yeah, I wake up feeling like, hey, I got this, like I can be a good mother to my sons and I can communicate well to them and I can grow in my patience. I'm not the most patient person, so I've been growing (laughs) in that area and I shouldn't say I'm not the most patient person, but I'm growing in the area of patience. (laughs) Um, Love it. But yeah, just being anchored in who I am and just knowing that I have value and worth and I, I wake up and live that out each day. And, and I think too, like just having something to work towards is so important. Like, so, you know, I think sometimes, you know, my sister-in-law, she's, not even 30 and she has four kids the other day we were talking and she's like I just feel like I need something to work towards and she hasn't quite figured that out because motherhood is very full on every single day for her so but 
to me, it was a good reminder. Like she's feeling it. She's feeling like she's waking up feeling that like, I need something that's just me, you know? And I'm going to encourage her to find that and like support her in any way I can. But, um, it comes back to that balance of like, yes, I'm full-time mom, but I'm also full-time wife. I'm also like working hard at surfing. I'm also like creating this unstoppable year course. So it's just finding that balance to, yeah, balance everything out throughout the day and yeah, maximize my time, but also have my me time and like cherish that. I know it's so what you're saying is just so wild because I just recorded a podcast episode about like, is it too late to start? And I feel like so many women as their identity shifts as, you know, they go from career and then maybe to motherhood. And there's like so many different seasons of our lives, especially as women, where we're kind of like in a lane. And that doesn't mean we can't be doing multiple things, but we feel like we're not doing anything well because we're trying to do all the things. And I just feel like whatever season we're in, when we can learn to just be in that season if it's straight motherhood and that's our purpose but I think deep down women were achievers we want to like finish the day and be able to say like I got this 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 and this done with motherhood sometimes it's like I kept the kid alive we all ate dinner and we made it to bed on time like that's good you know yeah (laughs) yeah I think too like embracing just learning to embrace the season you're in because yeah. Some t- like my husband's spent the last like five years completely supporting me. And we talked about him doing his own thing, but we felt like it wasn't feasible. And we're like, hey, this is a season of life. And it took him like a year to really embrace that like kind of decision that he was going to just fully support me. But now we, you know, we go to bed content at night and like, in love with each other and I know that 10 years from now could look completely different or maybe it will look just similar like we're just gonna have to take it you know a season at a time and we try to come together um, throughout the year and have more intentional like thoughts and times to talk and like just make sure our communication is on par and that we're like you know, like-minded and contented with the choices we're making. And so yeah, right now he's in a season of like very full-time dad, but he also like supports me so much and I would not be floating like as good as I am without him. So it's like, we're just <laughs> this kind of like family unit team and that yes. we make it work and it's not maybe like everyone else around us. Like it's actually weird. Like we don't have a lot of friends that we can fully relate to because we just, we're doing our own thing, you know? Yes. Well, you're stuck with me now because my husband <laughs> left his job to support us too. And he like came home today and I'm like, I've been recording and I just need lunch. Like, can you help make yeah. lunch? You know, it's, and it's, I think it's very amazing to be married to men that can humble themselves into a role that's non-traditional. Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of times it's like people will ask me what I do, but then they'll ask what my husband does. And when you say like, he basically makes our lives float and stays home with the kid, like... It's just different. It's just very alternative, which is so interesting. And I'm like technically slow. So he was like the one getting me prepared to get on (laughs) and talk to you. So yeah. What would we do without him? him? (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, so it's just embracing the season we're in and not putting too much on our plate. Because I think, yeah, my very first topic I talk about in my module and sorry, my unstoppable year course, it's be present, like be where you're at and be with who you are and look them in the eye and set the phone aside and be with the people you love. And yeah, it's just, we can put 50 things on our plate or we can put five things on our plate and do them well. And, or maybe we have one thing or two things, mom and wife. And like, we rock those roles to the best of our ability and we can go to bed feeling good about that. So it's like everyone's in their own place and and we all have different personalities too. Like some of us are hustlers and some of us are just not and we just need to cruise more. So yeah, it's just like kind of learning your strengths and weaknesses and balancing them out. <laughs> I'm curious as you were starting to create your program and kind of map things out. Sometimes I feel like as teachers, some of the things we're teaching are the things that we ourselves need to get better at. Did you yeah. find that at all as you started digging into the topics? Because sometimes I'm like, I need to take my own advice. Oh, yes, for sure. Like, for example, be <laughs> present. Like, it's been something I've been yeah. working on the last year just because I, you know, I get a lot of work done on my phone and, you know, I'll go surfing and then I'll come back home and I'll be like, oh, wait, I, I got to get these emails out. But like, it was just, I wasn't having a good balance so and I was feeling it like I don't want my son to not see my eyes you know or yes or I had people around me and I would be talking to them and they wouldn't look in my eyes and it was it was as if I was like their fifth priority even though we were like so I just had this real like kind of like deep change of like whoa everyone in our world is going way too fast and they need to slow themselves down and when you're able to be present that's when you can like dig into your passions and like work towards your goals and deepen your friendships and all these things that are almost like you're not able to like put some focus in on them and you're not able to like kind of grow and um, make positive change if you're just got too many things on your plate and like you're not able to like slow yourself down and turn the Instagram off or get off the Facebook or turn the Netflix off like all these things that can just pull from like the things we really want could be doing. Yes. You know what that reminds me of is Fiji. We were just in Fiji a few weeks ago and the Fijians are so present and joyful. And I mean, we've traveled a lot all over the world, but there was something about the Fijians that there was just this spirit that I was like, I need to take this feeling home of just like pure presence and contentedness without being complacent. It was insane. Yeah. They really are amazing people. Yeah. It's, you know, you are constantly getting like embraced and smiled at. And it's not like a fake. It's like a legit like embrace and smiles and like. Connection. We're stoked you're here connecting. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 
It was funny. We brought our baby and we stayed at an adults only resort, but we were there for business. And so they allowed us to bring our baby. And we were kind of nervous because we're like, we're not supposed to have a baby here, but they're letting us bring her. And all of the Fijians, they were literally fighting over our baby and they would take her and feed her. Oh, it's so funny. You actually have to like go hunt down your kid. They would steal our child. I'm like, where is, where is Tobias? I want him now. (laughs) Yeah, It was so wonderful. They would fight over who could watch her. It was amazing. A really loving people, like a a loving kind of tribe of people, which, yeah, it's something to take away from. Like, now too as a mom I only get so much time with my girlfriend so if I'm hosting for example I'm always like make sure I prep the food way before they get there so that I'm not like so busy in the kitchen that I can't like talk to them and so yeah I just really cherish like time with my friends and girl talk and like just try to maximize and be present and like yeah just embrace that time and Yeah, I think we're going to learn from like the last, like this big change in life with, um, you know, you have this little like computer in your hand all the time. Well, a lot of us do. Yeah. And so just like finding the right boundaries with it and like work and yeah, it's always coming back to balance. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like balance is a unicorn, but we can do our best to pursue it. Right. Yeah. So what are you currently excited about? Unstoppable is on DVD. You have your 12 month program. Like, tell me kind of what's exciting you in this season of life. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, finally having Unstoppable put out there is like over a six year project now. So uh, it's really exciting. Just, I mean, so many people knew my story from Soul Server, but Unstoppable like really captures the real me and even gets into motherhood which is super rad and so moving forward I'm just excited to hear all the feedback and like continue to inspire people and but on a personal level I'm just loving motherhood and the ups and down and the beauty of it and yeah my one and a half year old's finally like figuring out communication so it's going uphill (laughs) from here (laughs) and I've been actually I'm going to be competing a lot next year I'm going on the world surfing league qualifying tour so I'm trying to get on the world surfing league like elite tour through the qualification series so I have a lot on my plate right now of prepping for that and it's really fun and it feels really good to be just pushing myself in my surfing still and it's kind of bizarre because I'll be turning 30 in next February so I'll be like going on the qualifying tour with like all the like 18 year olds (laughs) and like young (laughs) 20 year olds yes (laughs) like I'm like their mom (laughs) but yeah my husband's like yeah let's just do this like we're kind of like not like really feeling like conceiving another child quite yet like though we do want to have another kid in the future but um so we're just gonna like do a bit of traveling next year and mama's gonna compete and then we'll be tourists on the side and um yeah I'm just gonna really like push myself in my surfing and especially the competitive realm so it's actually like feels a bit daunting but like I'm really excited at the same time (laughs) oh I cannot wait to cheer you on it's gonna be such a good year and let me tell you I'm 31 
30s are the best decade yet. Don't yeah. be freaked out by that number. No, it's I'm exciting. totally not. I feel so excited. And I don't know. I've been learning a lot. I'm like kind of a health nerd too. So I've been yeah. learning a lot about just like health and taking care of myself. I mean, I have been for the last 10 years. Like my passion kind of started when I was 18. I was like, well, eating healthy can only help me surf better. Yes. And so now as a mom, I just you know I want my kids to be healthy so I'm teaching them about like good health and so yeah it goes hand in hand with traveling and competing and surfing and yeah just taking care of myself a lot like my husband and I last night we um we have a sauna so we go in the sauna together and then we also have an ice bath so then we take turns going in the ice bath and torturing ourselves but then you go to bed so happy and content it's literally amazing it's a weird addictive thing like Oh, it is. We live in northern Minnesota and there's a ton of saunas. We say sauna up here because we're Finnish, but we're right on Lake Superior. So you got to go in the sauna and then you got to dive into Lake Superior. Oh my gosh, that sounds incredible. (laughs) (laughs) You guys can come visit. Where can everybody find you, your course, the DVD? Like, Give me all the places where people can connect with you, Bethany. I guess you could start with my website, bethanyhamilton.com. I also do like blogging. I write posts of encouragement and just share life on there, recipes, health, um, talking in real life. So that's a big part of everything I do. And I'm on social media at sign Bethany Hamilton. And as far as the DVD, it's uh, somewhere online. Just Google search it. <laughs> so, yeah, I hope you all love Unstoppable. And thanks so much for talking with me, Jenna. You're amazing. So keep doing what you do. We are going to connect in Hawaii. I'm going to make it happen. It's bound yes, to happen. Yes, let's do it. We'll go on a hike or go tan on the beach. <laughs> or or I'll go watch you at Jaws and not be worried about things jumping <laughs> out at the bushes because you're yes, great. Yes, you'll be fine. <laughs> you will be fine. Oh, thank you so much for coming on today. I'm so, so thankful for you. Yes, my pleasure. Thank you. Oh, man, I'm just blown away by Bethany. I mean, not only did she turn tragedy into triumph, that's impressive enough, but the way that she has brought her children into the world and continued to pursue her dreams. When I think of her, I just think that she is opening the doors to so many women who are passionate creatures and and excited about what they're doing, but also they want to be a present mom and an amazing wife. And I know that balance doesn't exist, but if there is one woman pursuing it boldly, I think it's Bethany. And I don't know about you, but I am so excited to watch this next year unfold for her. Like, what can she not do? I'm so grateful to have the opportunity to interview incredible, inspiring women like Bethany. Thank you so much for supporting the Gold Digger podcast. And I would love to hear what you thought about this episode. Hop on over to Instagram at Gold Digger Podcast or at Jenna Kutcher. I'd love to hear more from you. It is the best to connect. Until next time, Gold Diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals. I know you can do something amazing. Thanks for listening to the Gold Digger Podcast. Dive into the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.golddiggerpodcast.com. If you love the show, share it with a friend. The more, the merrier. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time, you gold digger you.